Hello, and welcome to Business Bites, the new Denton's podcast series. Here we offer short, insightful episodes you can listen to on demand whenever and wherever you like. Sharing insights from across multiple markets, Business Bites takes a look at the solutions that help address the challenges companies are currently facing. In short, it's tailored at serving you up a recipe for success. In today's episode, Alain Ragnaud, Managing Director at Nexlo In-House Solutions, and Tomasz Dabrowski, Europe CEO at Dentons, join us to discuss the challenges that organizations have faced during the current crisis and how these are accelerating organizational change. Alain Tomasz, thank you for joining us today to launch our new Business Byte series. Alain, with more than 20 years' experience in-house at leading multinationals, these of course are challenges that you're intimately familiar with. Thank you very much, Johan. It's very good to be together today. COVID-19, it's a big challenge. As we know, our clients, they have even more pressure on costs. And this is something which is actually not new, which started you know, after the financial crisis in 2008, because at this point in time, legal teams uh, of big corporations had to deliver double digit of cost savings year on year, like any other function within the organization. And now they have this increased pressure with COVID-19 because some companies, they lost close to 75% of their total net sales in three months. And this is the reason why to create this unique combination of Denton's next winner solution is fantastic because our offering will be even more valuable for our clients. Tomasz, so what is your perspective? What do you think about that? And can you help us understand how yourself, within this big, great organization of Dentons, you have been managing this type of challenge? Thank you very much, Alan. After being almost 30 years a lawyer, obviously I uh, witnessed uh, already several uh, economic crises. So why this is not the very first economic crisis we are confronted with, Certainly, it's a different one uh, because it's connected with the unprecedented threat uh, to people's health and even lives. But I think in every time of of threat, of ambiguity, uncertainty, what is extremely important is to really be and stay connected uh, with your people, your clients, show a lot of empathy and also to show leadership and optimism. I think those, those things are absolutely critical to lead your teams through difficult and challenging times. And obviously, you have to start with your own people, your teams, Uh, their safety, ability to continue working safely and efficiently uh, must be top uh, priority for every business organization. And certainly has been and continues to be a top priority for us. So as the first step, uh, we focused obviously was to resolve immediate challenges uh, this crisis uh, created for us. Uh, So focusing on healthy uh, regulations, directives, making sure that we can swiftly uh, move from office uh, working to remote working uh, to make sure that our people can continue working but safely also efficiently and so forth so all we, we consider all these uh, challenges immediate challenges at the same time we started developing and implementing um, short-term and mid-term uh, resilience plans uh, to make sure that we can adapt our organization uh, our cash flow uh, services clients uh, to new uh, circumstances. Uh, that's why I also develop a number of uh, important uh, uh, digital tools for our clients. I will mention them uh, uh, in a second. Um, but why connecting with our people and, and with our with our clients? I think it's important, as I said, to show empathy, to show understanding that we are in this together. Uh, we understand uh, the challenges. 
we understand that it is much more difficult uh, to continue working in these new circumstances. Uh, but at the same time, while giving them guidance how to operate new situation, also to share with them optimism. Frankly, I feel much more connected uh, with my colleagues than before. And I think that's, that's very important. Obviously, we need to use different tools for being connected. Uh, virtual communication, digital communication, uh, virtual meeting tools becoming more and more important. But it's important to stay connected with your people. And it starts with, obviously, with the CEO, but it's equally true for every uh, colleague, every uh, senior member of our team who manages uh, a team. Personal resilience, if we want our people to be resilient, our organizations to be resilient, we need to lead by example and show our personal uh, resilience. And then obviously equally important is to stay connected with, with clients, understanding what is the most uh, important challenge for our clients, what is most relevant for our client in these challenging times, and very fluid times, fast delivery of uh, needed information, fast delivery of solutions. And as I mentioned before, we immediately switched to, uh, uh, to focus to create at your fingerprint solution for our clients. Uh, just a couple of examples, government announcement tracker, employment hub, agile working hub, data privacy hub, force majeure club, a stead aid tracker, and so forth and so forth, things which are the most relevant and deliver information live in time. Uh, and time, time became also very, very essential uh, for our clients uh, uh, as we understand them. Thank you, Tomasz. And it's amazing to see that, you know, what you have just described, communication, empathy, uh, is so close to what I've seen, you know, in my immediate old life, in my old professional life we had one very specific leadership model, which was called servant leadership, meaning leading your primary duty is to help and support your team, to listen to your team, to remove roadblocks, to enable your team to perform at its best. In the context of COVID-19, it means two main things from my perspective. One is to make sure that you have regular point of contact collectively with your team because it's moving so fast that you need to bring the information to your team on a regular and timely basis. The second thing that COVID-19 brings is the fact that some of your team members may be subject to a great pressure because they not only need to deliver an outstanding job as they have been doing, but they also need to manage their family constraint. And as a leader, you need to be there for your team to listen to them and accommodate the priorities of the team so that then they can continue to deliver at their best. Tomas, I would be really interested to get your perspective on this acceleration. If you can give us some examples how COVID-19 has been accelerating some of those challenges or trends. Thank you, Alain. It's a, it's a great question because we know one thing for sure that every crisis brings a change. And I don't believe this crisis will be any different than previous crisis situations. And typically those crises bring two types of changes. One, if there is acceleration, as you said, acceleration of certain longer term trends which started before or uh, creation or uh, commencement of, of new trends or reverse trends. Talking about acceleration, we can already clearly see that we are already witnessing acceleration of digitalization of, of, uh, of our internal processes. That includes obviously remote and flexible work, uh, but also digitalization of our communication, 
both internal and external. In general, bigger use of technology in what we do, including in service delivery, in what we do for our clients. And I think that's really be one of the, uh, for what we can see right now, this is one of the most important trends which will simply accelerate enormously. It is already happening. It's not prediction. This is what we're seeing uh, on a daily basis uh, already. And on the other trend I'm, I'm seeing right now is that, uh, which is accelerating, is the paradoxically increased level of connectivity. Why many countries are still under lockdown, still I see that, uh, as I mentioned, this higher level of connection with our people internally, we also see higher level of connection with our clients. And I think this trend will continue, but also will evolve because we'll evolve through not only being connected, but also uh, moving more towards a collaboration mode with clients. It's more about exchanging ideas, exchanging information, connecting with opportunities, connecting with others, uh, also uh, finding ways and platforms uh, for collaboration, but also co to co-create together value, to co-create solutions. Uh, we see first signs of it when we use our information and work sharing uh, platforms that we see this trend that clients are very keen to engage with us. This is a new trend I'm certainly seeing, and I think that would have significant impact on uh, the uh, technology solution platforms, which we as a law firm, but also other professional service providers uh, are going to develop and offer uh, to clients. And obviously, you know, another uh, trend which already started a long time ago which was already accelerated by the previous economic uh, crisis, is a bigger focus on efficiency. Again, there will be second acceleration. It would accelerate uh, and will be also very much connected with technology, agile working, which already started, of course. Uh, and also, as I mentioned a while ago, new ways for collaboration between professional service providers and clients. This is great, Tomas. And again, it's very much resonating with uh, the world um, I was in still a, a few weeks ago. And I love the concept of uh, co-creation, collaboration, uh, co-development. You have two dimensions. One is geographic, which means you are connecting people who are in different places with different culture, with different mindsets. The second dimension is substantive, meaning legal is only one component of the end-to-end -end integrated solution that you want to bring to your client. Then you can connect your own area of expertise with other area of expertise, such as finance, such as marketing. And this is what will bring the best holistic solutions to clients. In other words, end-to-end -end integrated solutions combining people, efficiency, and technology. It's great to hear. I, I fully agree. And I, you know, just to add a little bit to, to, to what we just discussed, also the trend I'm seeing uh, is that uh, clients more and more expand law firms to offer solutions which go beyond just pure legal expertise. Uh, this is clearly we see as a very important trend. We see this expectation, especially uh, uh, towards global uh, global firms uh, in terms of offering tools, other and simply value proposition, right, uh, uh, for clients. I think what clients are looking for is solutions. So that's why, you know, Next Law In-House Solutions is captured so well what clients are really looking uh, for. What they want is not a law firm that will give the tire or the engine or the mirror of the car. They, they want the car. So they want the complete holistic solutions. And that's why 
to um, see Denton's Next Winner solution engaging into that holistic approach, end-to-end integrated solution is fantastic. There are really three pillars which are fundamental. People, efficiency, and technology. And people, as we have just discussed, one key element is cross-collaboration. And cross-collaboration is not only within the organization of the client or within the law firm of Denton's, but it's between those two worlds. How can we foster that collaboration? And a fantastic initiative that was done a few weeks ago is exactly that, which is the organization of pressure cooker session, which is selecting a few clients to help them brainstorm and exchange on challenges that goes beyond the pure legal service delivery model. And this was a fantastic experience because we gave that opportunity to bridge the private practice of Dentons and the real challenges of our clients. And this is a fantastic example of the first pillar, people, which then is complementary to efficiency, which is some of the solutions that we can offer to our clients today, as well as technology, because we know that technology is a key enabler to help leading our client positively through change. That sounds great. I know. I think that also confirms, Alan, what, what we're also increasingly hearing from, from our clients. And I, you know, very much look forward to uh, Dentons and in, uh, NextLaw in-house solutions working together on delivering solutions, complete cars, as opposed to uh, <laughs> parts of cars uh, to, to, to our joint, uh, joint clients. It's fantastic. We have so many opportunities ahead of us. It's so exciting and so great to feel that we have a unique ability to shape and design the new normal. Alan, since we are, I think, reaching the time for, for, for this postcard, um, you know, that the, I very much agree with, uh, with the last sentence you said, uh, and I think that's a great uh, summary we're discussing. I think, you know, in this difficult time, fluid time, time full of uh, ambiguity, uncertainty, uh, we certainly need to wish to all of us, to our clients, our colleagues, uh, to stay safe and healthy. Uh, but at the same time, I think uh, we can work in together both in-house solution, dentons, but also working together with clients. We, uh, I use it as very serious. We are using those postcards and pressure cookers. Not only can exchange information, share perspectives, uh, most relevant uh, in this current difficult times, but I think we can increase the level of working together on not only solutions, but also working together on shaping the next new normal, which is emerging. Uh, right now uh, from this crisis. And I very much hope that the series of podcasts we are starting will also contribute to that as well. Thank you, Thomas and Alain. That gives us some real food for thought. To our listeners, we hope you'll join us next time on Business Bites as we dive into one of the most frequently debated legal topics during this crisis, and that is force majeure. And do keep an eye out for more bite-sized podcasts coming soon. Thank you for joining us today and stay safe.